We just want to be with you. We just want to be with you. King of glory, fill this place. We just want to be with you. We just want to be with you. King of glory, fill this place. We just want to be with you. We just want to be with you. just want to be with you. We just want to be with you. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory to God. If you just want to be with him, open up your heart and your mind so that he may feel you in this place. Welcome him in your presence, wherever you may be around the world throughout the nations hallelujah yes he is the king of glory strong and mighty hallelujah thank you jesus glory to god we do want to welcome you to our sunrise worship sunday morning service here at the kingdom international intercession and word of empowerment broadcast yes i am your host apostle deron Zorn, with divine order restoration ministries international where we are restoring the order of god one life one body one nation at a time and it is such an honor and a privilege to be in the presence of god with each and every last one of you no that we are declaring the blessings of God over your life and that a miracle amen glory to God that you will receive a miracle from the Lord in the name of Jesus that his blessings will definitely overflow you glory to God thank you Jesus and that he the king of glory will make your enemies be your footstool so that they can watch hallelujah the very table that he is preparing for your life in the name of jesus even as you're letting me in glory to god he'll heal you he'll bring deliverance he will set you free hallelujah glory to god because we serve just a phenomenal God who is just that amazing. Yes. He is the King of Glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. I pray that you feel him right there where you are this morning. Glory to God. And that he would just meet your very need. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. That he will meet your need. 
this morning in the majestic name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Just because he loves you. Just because he loves you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. No other reason at all. Amen. That he'll meet you right there at your point of need. Amen. And provide for you as yes, he is the supplier of all of your needs according to his riches and glory. Amen. And not just physical needs, but amen. Also, 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 amen. Those, those spiritual, spiritual needs, amen, in the name of Jesus. That, that you just need, amen, that we just need uh, more than absolutely anything. He said he's standing at the door knock. If Hallelujah. If anyone would answer, he would come in and, and dine, amen, eat with you and drink with you, amen, in the name of Jesus. Oh, yes, this King of glory, the Lord, strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Open up your heart and just let him in. Welcome him. Welcome him. Welcome him, my God, into your life. Your life will never be the same in Jesus' name. Glory to God. I'm just absolutely excited um, this morning. Amen. For those that are following us in our daily reading and study. Um, studies, amen. We are coming from the book of First Chronicles, chapter 27 and 28. And we bless God, amen, for um, this word of truth. So, we're gonna have prayer this morning just to give you our flow and our agenda, amen. We're gonna have prayer this morning, and I will surely um, introduce our speaker and then we'll have like a song of worship and then the woman of God will just come and allow God to use her as he deems fit. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And then of course we'll have our sharpening our moment. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. So we're just absolutely um excited about that. Let us just go to the throne of grace this morning. Amen. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Oh, gracious King, hallelujah. Come in this place and visit us. Hallelujah. Take over, oh God, the airways, the network system. Come in, oh God, to <laughs> hallelujah. Fill our houses, oh God. With your holy presence. Not just our physical house, oh God, but our very core of our being. Our being, oh God, that we may feel your presence. That we may know that we are in the midst of you, oh God. As, oh Lord, we come to abide in your presence. To hear what it is that you're releasing in this holy day that you have made. And we thank you, Lord. That you are drawn unto us. Hallelujah. <laughs> From your heart. As, oh God. 
a heart is drawing nigh unto you as it thirst. Oh God, for your very presence, like the dear pants, for water, O gracious King. We commit this broadcast into your hands so that you may have your way in the name of Jesus. Come on. Hallelujah. Let your glory reign and rule, O God, in our lives. Stir up the atmosphere, O God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, O God, that this will be an atmosphere that is conducive for, oh God, whatever it is that you need to take place, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, so that strongholds can be destroyed and shackles can be broken, oh God, so that your people can be free, so that healing may break out, oh God, in the land, Father, in the majestic name of Jesus, have your way in this place, so that, oh God, Hallelujah, the blind eyes can be opened, the deaf can hear, oh God, the lame can walk, the mute can speak, so that the dead can rise in the majestic name of Jesus. Let your power resonate in this place, and Lord God, release. Oh, God, from heaven, words, oh, God, that penetrates the very core of the earth, oh, Father, and send out to the four corners of the earth, Father, what is needed for your people so that they may arise in truth, so that, Lord God, that they may align with your very word in the majestic name of Jesus, O Holy One of Israel, have your way in this place. Move, O God, like never before, Father Oboshaya. Let your children experience you. You know what each one need, name by name, because you are omnipresent, God, because you are Alpha and Omega, the beginning of of the beginning and a seal the beginning and the end of all things oh holy one of Israel bring peace to the heart and to the gorobosia to the heart and the mind of your beloved oh God in the name of Jesus where oh God the peace that passes all understanding will rule and abide in their lives and in their hearts oh gracious king so that they will not be weighed down a burden oh god so that they oh god will not oh god be in places where the enemy can trip them up in the name of jesus Touch every heart in this place. Heal. Heal. Heal, Lord. Uh, touch every mind and uproot, Father. Every negative 
about the race track for that track track, y'all. In the name of Jesus, purge your people. In this day, oh God. Hallelujah. Purge your people, God. In this day, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Wash them. Oh God, wash them in your word, your word of truth, oh God, your word of power. And then I speak in the name of Jesus. Have your way, God. Hallelujah. Strengthen the weak. Hallelujah. Mend the broken, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Heal. Those that are hurting, Lord, comfort the bereaved, Father Rosha Bokosia. In the name of Jesus, give strength to the weak. Peace, O God, to the weary, Lord, in the name of Jesus. O gracious King, we know if anything can be done about it, that only you can, that only you can do a thing in our lives, that we bless you for being a, a promise keeper, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for being a promise keeper, oh gracious King. Oh, we trust your name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, in this place. We thank you, Lord God, for the speaker that will come forth in this hour. Oh, Lord God, we thank you for divine revelation, a fresh anointing, falling upon us. Her, oh Lord, we thank you, Lord, for a powerful release, oh God, so that lives can be changed and rearranged. For your glory in the name of Jesus, we thank you. Nothing missing or lacking. Oh gracious King, and we thank you, Lord God, for what you have poured inside of her and what you have stored up. Stirred up, oh God, in her, that even as she go forth, oh God, that our babies will begin, that our babies will begin to leap, oh God. Hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. As she confirmed your word of truth, oh mighty King, have the Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Have your way. Have your way in this place. Hallelujah. We thank you for listening here in a heart of concern. We thank you, oh God, that we can consider that we can consider it done. Hallelujah. This prayer is sealed in the blood of Jesus. In the blood of Jesus. Amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory, 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 glory be unto God in this place. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know, we have a dynamic speaker um, this morning. Very powerful. 
um, a woman of God. She is a teacher at heart. She loves the Lord. She loves seeing people set free and delivered. And delivered. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. She can always find herself somewhere. Amen. Helping out God's people. Hallelujah. In what in whatever mean or fashion that she has the capacity to serve in. Amen. She is a true servant of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Um, glory, glory, glory. Um, to God. Hallelujah. Uh, my sister, amen. I'm in the Lord. Someone that is not new to this line. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, glory to God. I'm hallelujah. A very, very familiar voice. But before, amen, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Let me not mention, amen. She is the founder, the founder. Amen. I'm the CEO of fluent life amen hallelujah thank you jesus um glory to god and so we thank god for everything that he is putting our hands to work to do amen we blessing god that the fruit of her womb is so blessed amen in the name of jesus and that she's gonna pour out of her belly this morning what it is that that god is speaking to his people and we bless we bless God because we count it an honor and a privilege for God to use her on this line, in this broadcast, amen, to speak to his people around the world throughout the nations. Hallelujah. Our speaker this morning is none other than Minister Don Cooper all the way from Indianapolis, Indiana. But before you hear her voice, amen, we will play a song of worship. Hallelujah. We will play a song of worship. You guys go ahead and get your Bibles. Go ahead and get your notepads. Hallelujah. Go ahead and get your Bibles. Go ahead and get your notepads. Amen. For this word of truth. Amen. That's getting ready to be released in our belly. Amen. In the majestic name of Jesus. So, glory to God. Let this song of worship minister, amen, to your heart. Minister to your mind, amen, as it prepares us for the release of an almighty God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God as he love on us in this place. Amen. Glory to God. We just bless the name of Jesus, oh, how we bless the name oh, of Jesus in this place. Glory, 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 glory to God. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus, my God.
Minister Don Cooper, and I'm bringing you the word today as God has given it to me. Hallelujah. And um, surely this word has um, 
uh, uh, definitely gone through me um, in many areas of my life uh, with this concept probably for about about two years. I've been really uh, kind of impressed upon what what we're going to talk about today. So um, I want to thank God for using me today for his service. What an honor and a privilege it is to stand before his people and to minister uh, the most precious thing that uh, he's left, one of the most precious things that he has left unto us, to minister his word. So as uh, the worship was going forth, I just pray that it broke up fallow ground, that uh, the ground is uh, prepared and ready for the word that he has given um, I do want to thank Apostle Durante Zorn for even uh, walking in obedience and establishing this platform, uh, for, for walking in obedience, even in, in asking uh, uh, me uh, in my service to serve uh, within her ministry. So uh, I thank God for that. I thank God for preparing me uh, for his service. Hallelujah. That's just the way he is. He he don't throw us in right away. He don't. So um, I just thank God, and I just ask that God use me um, accordingly. Hallelujah. So as we go um, into uh, the spoken word today, um, if we have to have a topic, it would be prepare your house. Prepare your house. Um, in in First Chronicles 28, we have... Uh, somewhat of the changing of the guards. Uh, David is king, and uh, God is uh, letting him know that, um, David, you, you're a man of war, um, and, and, and you can't build uh, my house because of that. Now, God wasn't taken away from that because I always read that to be uh, somewhat uh, negative. You know what, like, ooh, he killed people. He can't, mm-mm, he can't. But, but he did what God told him to do because that was the ministry that God uh, had him serve in to establish uh, his kingdom on earth through, through war. And so, David, it wasn't anything bad. It wasn't anything wrong. David was walking in the things that God had called him to do. So uh, uh, when he passed the torch, he said, you know, no, I'm going to allow Solomon to build the temple. So today we're going to come out of 1 Chronicles 28. 1 Chronicles 28. And again, prepare your house. Prepare your house. So when we really get to thinking about that, um, I get to thinking about uh, company. When I have company, and, and, and I just like entertaining. I like, you know, having people over. I like breaking bread, uh, whether it be the, the physical bread or the spiritual bread. I, I, I love that. Um, it is imperative to me that the environment stays conducive for ministry uh, in my house, in the house that God has has uh, given unto me. 
So when I have guests coming in, you know, you go through all the, you know, is everything okay? I prepare my house. When I got folk coming in, I prepare my house. I make sure it's clean. You know, you want a clean house. You know, um, you want people to be able to sit down and feel comfortable, not not looking for for for, for roaches or mice or uh, uh, you know, not scared to drink out your cup and not scared to sit on your couch. So um, we just, you know, we, we want our house. We somewhat prepare our house. And so I know for me, I do a lot of, I have company coming in, in, in a few weeks. And so I wanted to prepare my house. I, I wanted, you know, I washed down the walls and I painted. I wanted to prepare my house. Hallelujah. I wanted to get it ready. Get it ready for what? Get it ready for service. Because somebody is coming here that I will offer service to. And I want them to, to not only have the experience of, of, of God's joy and his love, his peace, his healing, um, but, but I want them to uh, also enjoy it physically. I want it prepared in such a way. And so when we look at a house, and in the, in the, uh, in the Greek, uh, the Hebrew, sorry, in the Hebrew, a house just means, uh, it can mean a family, your house, the house of David. That's the lineage of David, the house of David. It can also mean a habitation and a dwelling place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Family, descendants, a heritage, habitation, dwelling. So when we begin to think of our house, as a dwelling place, we want to think of some attributes. Let's just think of some physical attributes that most normal houses have. First of all, they have a door. They have a door that you can walk in and walk out of. You can come in, you can share, you can rest, you can be relieved, and then you can walk out and then you can share. You can give up yourself after you rested. It's a door that allows open access. It allows other people to come in and then go back out. Hallelujah. Then you have a roof. And I thought the first thing I thought a roof, I thought a protection. But a roof is more like a covering. It, it, and there's a difference between a covering and protection. Um, if if you say um, and and again a covering can be protection, but most times when we look at a covering, let's just say let's take an umbrella. Let's take an umbrella. An umbrella. We wouldn't say an umbrella protects us somewhat, but an umbrella serves as a covering over our heads. It serves somewhat as a covering over our heads. It can keep out the rain. It can keep out the sun. It's more of a, a covering. But I would like to refer to maybe the side walls, the side walls that close in the perimeters of the house. 
those are the things that protect you, protect you from the wind, protect you. Uh, those are the things that enclose. It, it's, there's an enclosure there. Usually, you, you know, you have four walls, you know, that enclose you. And so they serve as the protection uh, from, from the, the wind, uh, the from protection from uh, uh, dangerous animals, protection from um, uh, 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 the, the, the elements, the snow, the, the cold weather. I should say the more the cold weather and the heat. And then, of course, we can't leave out the floor. We cannot leave out the foundation, the very foundation of a house. And every house, whether it's built on sand or whether it's, it's built on a shore foundation, it has a floor. It has a floor. So those are the attributes of a house. And when we begin to think of our house, hallelujah, our temples, our house, when we begin to think of that, let's, let's keep that in mind. Keep some things, a door, access in and out, a covering, walls, perimeters, because uh, we can't just do anything we want. We have, God does set some perimeters on us, hallelujah, within ministry. Um, and we saw that in the life of David, right? Right? David, they, David, he couldn't go so far. But he was so okay with what God had, had, had given him. I love it. He was so content. Content, content. So sidewalls, so uh, the protection. And then the windows, I didn't add a lot of them, not, not all homes, but most homes have windows that we can see out. Hallelujah. Come on now. And others can see in. Mm. Let's see. We have windows that we can see out of and others can see in. Hallelujah. So the, if we take the attributes of a house, we can surely identify it with um, our, our vessels, um, our bodies. Hallelujah. So as we get into the word of God, um, we, we, we get to see over in um, First Chronicles 28, we get to see, it said that, um, as stated, but God said unto me, and this is David, he's talking to David here. Let's go back up into two. Then David the king stood up upon his feet and said, hear me, my brethren, my people. I love that. I love that. Because we, we, our presidents don't say that. They just say America. America, but David identified with his people. He was king over, he said, my brethren, my people. That was an identity that he was making. He was identifying himself with the people. As for me, I had in mine heart to build an house of rest for the ark of the covenant of the Lord and for the footstool of our God and had made ready for the building. David was prepared. He said, I'm king. I'm going to build this house. Hallelujah. We tired of the presence of the Lord residing in a tent, and, and this is what I want to do for the Lord. But God, in verse 3, but God. Come on, how many but God? We ain't going to go there. That's another sermon. Uh, I, I can have another one, just but God. Hallelujah. But in 3 it says, but God. 
said unto me, Thou shalt not build an house for my name, because thou hast been a man of war and hast shed blood. Now, now I, I think that's a two-edged sword. I, I, you know, in reading that, I really felt that that was just a two-edged sword. God, you the one told David to go out and kill these folk and kill these nations and establish your kingdom here on earth. Now you're saying because you did, did that, I'm not going to allow you to build my temple. And it almost seems like a consequence. Because you shed blood, you can't do this. Because you've done the very thing I told you to do, you cannot walk in this area that you choose to. Hallelujah. Think about that. Think about that. God tell you to do something. Then when you want to take it to the next level, he said, no, you can't do that because you didn't done this. And you thought, but, but I only done that because you told me to do that. So it just had me going, and I thought, well, this is a two-edged sword. You know, what is going on here? And so with David, David said, uh, how be it? I love it. I love it. I love David's response. And four, it says, how be it? The Lord God of Israel chose me before all the house of my father." to be king over Israel forever. For he had chosen Judah to be the ruler. And of the house of Judah, the house of my father, and among the sons of my father, he liked me to make me king over all Israel. David was content. He said, you know what? You know what, God? I'm just grateful that you used me, the lesser. Ain't that God? Ain't that God? He didn't pick David's oldest sibling to be king. He picked the youngest, the shepherd, the tattered-looking one, the funky-smelling one. He picked David to be king. And David never lost sight of that. And I love it here. He said, you know what? I don't have to do that. It ain't nothing like being around uh, uh, called out people who know how to stay in their lane. There is nothing like that. Who is who, who is okay <clears throat> to stay in their lane? Because let me just tell you, when you're okay to stay in your lane, then you can not only uh, 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 stay in the parameters that God wants to use you, but you also are able to thrust other people out without jealousy, without envy, without all of those things. We can joyfully say, I'm a pre- I appreciate God for what he's called me to. I appreciate God for what he put my hand to. I appreciate God for that. Hallelujah. And now I can thrust you out. 
into your ministry. Let, you know what? I, I, I can show enough saying, you know, I, I don't pump and prime people or, or give them kudos unless they're deserving. I, I, I don't waste my words like that for real. Um, but I, I, can, I can say with this ministry, with, with dorm ministry, she is able, Apostle Durante is able, and she feels comfortable enough to what God called her, that she can now take anybody that comes into her line of influence. She goes out of her way to ensure that they have a platform to serve. It don't have to be just preaching and, uh, and, and all of that. Anyway, anyway, in business, she wants to be sure that your business has everything it needs to survive because it's about kingdom building. And I'm telling you, there's so much that can be done in the body right now if we were like that. How many more people would be thrusted? But yet we have ministers in the church who scared because they, they see somebody the people may like a little bit. They, they hear a, 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 a preacher who they just feel like, oh, he preached a little better than me. He go, mm-mm, we ain't letting him preach. And, 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 and hold the gifts down and, and, and smother them and not allow the people in their house, in, in, in the, 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 the assembly that God has given them to, to raise up and to preach, to raise up and to teach, to raise up and to minister, whatever you're calling. But no, our ministers are too worried about building churches, about building churches, and not uh, 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 cultivating the people within the church. The people make up the church, not the building, but they they too concerned about the building to even uh, develop the people that that they have around them. And, and, and they not even realizing that once they develop these people, that the ministry grows. Hallelujah. That's how you grow the ministry and not even grow the ministry within the perimeters of your, your assembly. But that's how you grow the kingdom of God. But we have stifled it because we don't want nobody to be better than us. Uh, uh, we don't want that. And that's, that's, the, then you, that's when you hear all these folk, they, they, they passed the minister, prophet, they then rose up to uh, our arch prophet, archbishop, our, I'm like, oh, Lord, when is this going to stop? How far can we go with these titles and chief, 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 chief apostle? And what's that? You know, we just have to uh, uh, do the things that God has called us to do and stop worrying about all of this foolishness. But David, David said here, I just thank you, God, for what you gave me. I thank you, God, for calling me out of, of the pastures of watching the sheep and that you allowed me to serve. How humble is that? That you allowed me to serve 
as king over your people, that you have delivered countless of nations into my hand. Hallelujah. I just thank you, God. Wow. If we just had a heart and said, oh, hallelujah, we just thank you. I, I thank you, God. I thank you for David's spirit. Uh, truly, he did have heart after you. And then it says in five, it says, and all my sons, for the Lord has given me many sons. So we, we know David had many wives and concubines. So along with that came many, many sons. And it says, he has chosen Solomon, my son, to sit upon the throne of the kingdom of the Lord over Israel. Solomon. Solomon. Why Solomon? Why Solomon? I'm like, out of all the, 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 the children. And, and why Solomon? God, she came out of so much. God, there's so much, so much drama. So much drama came forth from Solomon. Just, just turn, turn, turn uh, David's world upside down. Turn the, 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 the kingdom, and it's like, why Solomon? Why, why would God choose Solomon out of all? And Solomon was far, 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 far away from the, the, the oldest. He was, he was. Uh, I'm not sure where he was at this time, if he was the youngest at this time, but surely he was amongst one of the youngest of David's sons. And God said, no, 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 I'm going to choose Solomon to build the temple. So I, again, asked myself, why Solomon? And I began to think upon David's life and and, and, uh, his life with Bathsheba, and we all know of that story, and you know, um, out of that, out of out of uh, David and Bathsheba's relationship, uh, uh, we know that that what surfaced in David was greed and and lust and murder and adultery and all of those things, and and yet he he was a man after God's own heart. Hallelujah. But along with that. Along with, because, see, that's what we think about, right? So we think about in David's relationship with Bathsheba, he had Uriah killed, and, 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 and we think about the greed. And he had all of them wives and concubines, but yet he had to go after her. We think, we see, and we always attribute, always attribute that to David and Bathsheba's relationship. But today I want to bring out some other elements of their relationship, the love, the love, the forgiveness, the repentance, the true worship, the humility. See, that, that, that relationship brought those things out, but we, 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 we're not quick to go to that. We brought the love that they had. They genuinely did love one another. The forgiveness, the forgiveness, how David, have to, he had to forgive himself, and then he had to go before God. He had to be humble enough to go before God. And when their first child, when Bathsheba and David's first child was, was uh, at the birthing chamber, 
David went into true worship with God, fasting and praying. Hallelujah. Repentance. Hallelujah. Because he knew. He knew all the above, the greed, the lust, the murder, the adultery that came out of this. And he was sorry, truly sorry, because surely an innocent person shouldn't have to deal with some of the decisions and and the choices that he made. And so he prayed and he prayed. So one day they came and they said, the baby's dead. The baby died. And even after that, he said, let me clean myself up. Let me go and praise God, the true God, because David said, you know, when you can get to that, when you can get to that level of a relationship with God, with the very thing you, you're sorry for, you're repenting, and, and, you know, but no, we want to have attitudes like, I said I was sorry. Why didn't you do what I asked you to do? But David said, mm-mm, we going to let God be God, however he wants to do this. Because, see, David could have went off, not, not realizing that a Solomon, a Solomon that God was preparing Bathsheba's a birthing chamber for Solomon. See, Solomon hadn't hadn't hit the the picture at this time. So David didn't know anything about a Solomon. And even at that, even after hearing the consequence that Nathan gave him, because of this, this is what you'll go through. This is what will happen to you. Hallelujah. Even after that, he said, I praise God. I'm going to praise God. He is. He got up. He, he he went in and uh uh, uh he, he he it encouraged i believe it took david's relationship with god to an all-time high all time cuz cuz david did realize what he did if if it had gone on between another man it would have been death he he realized that he realized I should be dead for what I've done. He realized all of that, that three days in and, and, and prayer and in and, 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 uh, fasting. He realized all of these things, and he was able to come out. And so I think that Solomon was burst out of, in, in David's most mature place uh, in ministry. Solomon was born out of David's most mature place in ministry. And he wasn't the firstborn, hallelujah, but God chose him. His daddy, David, wasn't the first, but God chose him, hallelujah, to serve. So when we think about Solomon, we think about what? What do we think? What does Solomon ask for? Solomon asked God. He said, God, if you could have anything, what would you pray for? Now, I, that that's a tall cup of water. I, I don't know what, anything, anything. And Solomon said, wisdom. Give me wisdom. And we know that Solomon is known for the father of wisdom. Hallelujah. So the very fact 
that Solomon chose wisdom and was chosen to build the house, we know that you, you're going to have to have some wisdom to build your house. So you can't walk around in ignorance when you're building your house. You have to have wisdom. Wisdom considers this. Wisdom considers stuff like when, when we're, let, let, let's say when we're going to build a house, and that is something I never want to do. I'm, I'm going to tell you, we ain't even going there. But building a house, Lord, they get to asking you the, some of them specifics. I said, no, what kind of wood frame do you want around the door? What kind I said, mm-mm, mm-mm, this ain't for me. Give me one already built, hallelujah. But when we consider building a house, hallelujah, we have to take into account how much money we got first, right? We can't build this immaculate structure and we only got two dollars in the, in our account, right? We it, that just don't make good wisdom. We ain't going. We ain't gonna go far. We ain't gonna go far at all. So um, it, it, it gives you wisdom. Gives you a good start on what to build and how large to build it. What you want to put in it. What you can afford to put in it. And you're saying to yourself, okay, I got that. You know, we're talking about the natural uh, house. But when we liken this, because we know that the Old Testament are types and symbols to the to uh, the spiritual, the new the, the New Testament. So when we hear about this, we think about now how does money and all of that factor into building a house? Well, Solomon could build a large house because his house meaning his family, his heritage, had paid enough into the account which made funds readily accessible to him. Hallelujah. So what is our money? Our money in the kingdom, you all, is faith. Faith is our currency. Faith is the currency. You you want more things? You want God to take you to higher levels? You got to exercise your faith. Faith is what does it. You want healing? How much money you got in your account? How much faith you got in your account? Hallelujah. So David, his family had stored up. They just, they, they had abundance. So everything was readily accessible to, to him. But again, how much is in your account? How much is in our account? Because faith is that currency. So we can't just take and go and, 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 and build a house. We have to start saving. We have to start saving to do that. So how do you do that? How do you build your faith in, in the, the kingdom where you allow God to take you to places, to walk in spaces, and you have faith along the way? I, I, I tell you uh just, just, just as an example, I have a daughter that uh, is coming out of a, a very uh, abusive relationship. And uh, it, it's nothing like, that's, that's, that's what Apostle said, it ain't nothing like seeing somebody grow in the Lord. Nothing like it. And I get so, y'all, I'm going to tear up because Lord knows we didn't pray that baby out. So, um I just want to, and it's all God's doing, hallelujah. We give him the glory for that. Um, 
But she she told me one day as she's uh, building up her faith, uh, she's building it up. She said um, uh, she's got to walk to work, and she has probably maybe a mile and a half, two, three miles to walk, and she has to walk to work um, at about 7 in the morning. And uh, here in the Midwest, you know, uh, around this time, days are a lot shorter. So she's, she's walking in the dark by herself. Uh, in a very rural area, so uh, may God cover her and protect her. But she said, I was walking, and she said, I pray all the time when I walk. She said, I like my walk to work because I, I get to pray, and I get to talk to God. And she said, so I, I was talking to God, and uh, she said she she said she looked up, and she saw all of these uh, streetlights. But all of them was out, so all the, 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 the bulbs were burnt out. And she just said, wow, I mean, it's kind of dark back here. I, I really wish I, if these lights were on, it wouldn't be so dark. And as soon as she said it, one of the lights came on. And she looked up, and, and she thought about what she had just said. And she kept walking. She just, you know, kind of smiled, and she kept walking, and and after she got past that section, the light went back off. Ain't that God? Little faith walk. You see, she was adding to her account. She that day, that day she added about three, four hundred dollars to her account. She said, My God heard me. God let me know that He heard me. And He turned that light off. I said, Wow. See, she don't know it, but that's faith. That's your little bit of faith stored up. And God does little faith builders in our life so that we can add to the account. Hallelujah. So we can add to our account. So we can build a, 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 a house that, that's worthy, that, that's full functioning, that has everything that is needed to thrive and to build the body of Christ. <clears throat> But, but most people step out. And when you see it in the other realm, you see people without wisdom, right? We see people without wisdom, people that may have uh, had been born in, in money and don't have the concepts of it. Uh, and we see people in wisdom that's handed money, and, and, and they start building a house, and they never finish it. And y'all, y'all, y'all know the people. Y'all know the people that uh, win a lottery, and, and because they've been broke all their life, because they haven't learned the strategic plans of of building and saving and uh, spending effectively, they broke in in a year to five years. They broke because having is not uh, uh, having money. It is not uh, uh, the the key to success. It's having a mindset, having the mindset to manage money, hallelujah, to manage affairs, to manage the building of your temple. And so, and then we can even see it in the spiritual. How many people are given churches without maturity and wisdom? Oh, this my son. He going I've always saw my son taking over, and 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 that whole ministry that you built in fifty years, you turn over to a twenty-three year old. 
He ain't, he ain't walked in nothing. He ain't built nothing. He he really didn't serve much in the ministry, but you turn it over to someone like that, and and things are ruined. People who step out into ministry, the first day they say, never once experienced in the tests and trials that come along with promotion from God. How about those people who they saved and ready to go? They saved, now they can preach. They saved, ain't walked through nothing. Ain't got no money in their account. Jesus didn't even do that. Jesus went through tests and trials. Excuse me. Jesus went through tests and trials. All through the three years of his ministry, testing, trials, people coming up against him, the Sadducees, the Pharisees, people people believe and not believe, and people that are supposed to believe don't believe. Betrayal. Jesus was tested uh, during his ministry, and those tests prepared him, hallelujah, for not my will but your will, hallelujah. So he's our example, hallelujah. He definitely sold into the account and was able to accomplish that which God has set forth in him to do. Hallelujah. So we go and and we start fathoming. So what kind of house have you prepared for the Holy Ghost to dwell in? Come on. Come on. Because that's our guess. That's our guess. So when you begin to think of your temple, how have you prepared it for God to dwell in? What are some things that you've done? And, and um, I was praying about maybe about two years ago, and, and this concept came to my, my mind, and, um, I, I, and I know it was just dropped from, from heaven, that what, what are you allowing God to live in, physically as well as spiritually? We a whole person. You know, so we, we get to thinking you know, I got to thinking about how um, detrimental I treat my body. You know, I don't exercise. You know, at that time I was saying to myself, I don't exercise. I, I don't really, uh, you know, I'm not a terrible eater, but I don't watch what I really eat. You know, I don't, you know, these are things that I didn't take to. Uh, you know, the devil had inflicted me and, and, and caused uh, uh uh, readings of high blood pressure and high cholesterol and uh, things like that, uh, 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 hormonal uh, imbalance and just things to kind of get out of whack in my body. But yet, I, I, I come on, Lord, come on, I, I, I welcome you into this house. This old, uh, 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 ill house sick house. Come on into my sick house, and Lord, I want you to work. So here I am, sick, can't even, can't even pray to God, don't even got enough money into the account to pray for, for to heal myself. But I'm trying to walk in ministry. Come on, come on, y'all. Trying to walk in ministry, and here I have the Holy Ghost living in a, 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 a place that's uh, not conducive for him to really operate. Hallelujah. So then we get to thinking, you know, because of the the, the faith, our, our currency that's laid up in the house, 
what kind of house. I don't even know. You know, some of us, when when we received the Lord, we, we couldn't, <laughs> we had nothing but an efficiency. That's our Lord. We, we ain't got a lot to give you. We just, we just got an efficiency. And guess what, y'all? Some people die with the Holy Ghost living in an efficiency. You know, efficiency where where you only allow the spirit in one place, and, and not really one place because it ain't a defined place because really all places are one place within it. So there's no division of ministry in the efficiency um, outside of that first, you know, usually your bathroom is separate. So we take the cleansing, and, yeah, we got cleansed enough to al- allow the Lord in, but but everything else, there's no walls, there's no perimeters, we just help this case, this inefficient, just come in and, and, and it's just one place. And some of us remain right there. We remain right there. And there's nothing wrong with inviting God into an efficiency as long as we keep adding money to the account and expand it. We gotta expand the efficiency. Hallelujah. Maybe go let let's look at the two or three bedroom house. But you can operate. There's some walls. There's some perimeters there. So, so in in in, in the normal house where you you do have perimeters, you know you have a you have one room usually where you prepare for feeding. Hallelujah. So you prepare to feed people. Now you think of this as I go over these. Think of this in your spiritual temple. So you have a a, a space that you, you you prepare the word, you prepare the bread and the meat. And that's the kitchen. That's our kitchen, right? And then you take in the bread and the meat. So that means you gotta eat it. You gotta it, it you can't just prepare it. You wanna take it in and eat it, make it uh 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 uh, uh, uh prosperous for our body. So you take in the milk and the bread and that would be the dining room. Hallelujah. And then there's a room for cleansing. You know, getting rid of the stuff that's inside of us and getting rid of the elements that are on the outside of us. That's the bathroom. Hallelujah. Come on. Go with me. Then we have a room. We have we may have several rooms for resting. Hallelujah. We got to rest. Jesus had to rest. So we have a room for resting. And then we have a room for assembly, the living room. And, you know, I'll say for me and my kids, uh, I didn't allow my my children to have TVs in their room because I just believed that that would uh, further separate our families. So in order to watch TV or, uh, you know, uh, uh, watch TV basically in the living room, everyone had to be together. So we had to agree on what we was watching. And, you know, that just brought us together in the living room. So um, love that. And you got to have a place for assembling. Hallelujah. For assembling with the Lord. Come on. Your prayer closet, your living room to assemble. Hallelujah. So when we think about the house that we live in, does our physical bodies, the house and our spiritual bodies, look like the houses that we live in does it look like it do you really do you really make time to prepare yourself for hearing the word of god do you really have a kitchen stored up in you do you have a dining room 
where you can take in the word, take in the, the bread and the meat, take in the, take in the milk, that you can take all of that in and begin to let God. Do you have that in your house? Do you make a way for it? Are we cleansing ourselves? Are we keeping ourselves from, from wrong people and wrong environments? And are we guarding our gates? Are we guarding our ears? Hallelujah. Are we getting rest? Are we getting rest? For our soul, sometimes it's a rest. You know how people go, 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 and then sometimes it's just seasons of rest. I just want you to rest and bask in, in what, what you've already learned and taken in. We have to have resting places within us. And, y'all, them resting places ain't 50 years or 40 years. <laughs> you give us a resting place, and you pick it up, and you keep going. Hallelujah. And then there's that assembling. We have to be able to assemble, hallelujah, with God our Father. In prayer, you have to be able to assemble. So when we think about the house that we live in, think about your house and where the Holy Ghost is living. Is, he, is, is, is that a place where you would, you're okay with him living inside of you? Have you opened up those rooms and allowed him to go in? Hallelujah. Is it a three-bedroom house? Is it an apartment? Is it an efficiency? Hallelujah. We're getting ready to turn to John 14, 2. We hear, we see in Chronicles it was a, a temple. Hallelujah. That's where he was building a temple. But in John 14, 2, it says, in my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. Hallelujah. So here we talk about a mansion. And we always, you know, we hear this in, in funerals a lot. Like the mansion is over on the other side. But I heard, uh, uh, but, but a minister um said a while, a long time ago, many years ago, he brought this revelation to mind. And then as I was studying, it, it, it also gave that definition in the Greek, in the, uh, uh, the uh, dictionary, the Thayer's Dictionary. But he said, no, 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 you are the mansion. He said, see, I got to go. Hallelujah. Come on now. I got to go so I can send forth the Holy Spirit to live inside of you. Those are the mansions, y'all. We are the mansions that he he's wants to live and dwell in. The mansion, what, what's in the man, mansion have way more than, than just the normal, what I said. Mansions have all kind of rooms for all kind of things, and we allow God to feel everything in us so that we can go forth in the things that he has called for us to go forth in. So God is preparing. Jesus went to prepare us to be mansions, not efficiencies, not apartments. He's prepared us to be mansions so that he can dwell, that he can come in, that he can go out, that he can really uh, 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 
dwell within us and to accomplish those things that God has purposed within each of us, within each of us. Hallelujah. And it says in 12, it says, For verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go to my Father. Because he went to, to prepare a place for us. And he sent forth his Holy Spirit to dwell in us. And it's up to us to prepare the house and not stifle healing. And not stifle the things that God wants to work out in our life. Hallelujah. Hanging on to hurts. Hanging on to fear that keeps us from propelling into the things that God has for us. That keeps us from moving forward. God wants every place of you. Every place. He wants a mansion to dwell in. Not no broke down, dilapidated, can't live in edifice. He don't want the recording has started right about that when we minister before god we just have to go full forward and the things that God has called us, but we gotta let them in. We gotta let them in. We gotta ask. We gotta keep assembling ourselves to God. We gotta keep preparing for uh, and feeding from the Word of God, and 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 eventually, and we gotta walk. We gotta walk in those things. We gotta begin to walk in what God has called us to do. Because when God calls us to do something, and we have faith to believe that, that's putting money into your account. That's putting money in. So that vision that he's placed in you, the grand vision that you had no way because you had no money to bring it forth, it starts, God starts bringing investors in. God starts bringing and opening up doors. Hallelujah. But we got to let God in. We got to care about our temples. See, see, over in First Chronicles, Solomon cared. Uh, uh, David got the, the script, the blueprint, what we going to do. Solomon executed it. And he ain't executed and go get, go get some branches over here. No, he got the best of the best. He got the best of the best. I love it. That's how God was able. And God said, ha, oh, yeah. This is a temple that I'm sure glad to live in. Is that what God's saying about you and your temple? Is God pleased with your house? Prepare your house. Is God pleased with the house that you've uh, uh, invited him into? Do you keep it clean? Do you keep it clean? And I tell you, you can mimic the outer. If you keep the outer clean, that, that generally carries over, carries over. 
You always say what happens in the natural just mimics what you're doing in the spiritual. That's how you, you know, when somebody, you go in and they house is wishy-washy everywhere, then normally they, they, they spiritual life is chaotic. It's doing the same thing. Hallelujah. You, you're the same person. I always tell people, you're the same person. You're the same person in the natural that you go to in the spiritual. People think they change. They don't. They don't. So if you lie in the natural, you're going to lie to God and tell him all these things that you're going to do, and you don't. You know, if you procrastinate in the natural, you'll procrastinate in the spiritual. God will tell you to do something, and you, you know, you won't do it. Missed opportunities because you, you, you rested on it. Whatever you do, whatever your characteristics are in the next, if you're serving, if you're just a person that loves to serve, then you're going to be like that. You're going to be ready for when God says, okay, I want you to do this. I, I want you to do that. That's your service. So all of these things, we're the same people. So when you think of your house, what kind of house have you built for God to dwell in today? What kind of house? Is it a mansion? Is it that mansion that he prepared? Because God prepared a mansion for him to dwell in on this earth, in us. He's prepared a mansion. Are you only allowing him to stay in an efficiency? Amen. Amen. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the word that went forward. Father, I thank you, the Heavenly Father, for allowing it to go through me first. Hallelujah. And I pray that it fall on good ground. I pray that your word fall on good ground this morning. Father, help us build a house that is worthy of you living in. Hallelujah. Operating in. Hallelujah. To, To indwelling, Father. Hallelujah. Father, we want mansions today. Hallelujah. Father, we just ask today that you increase our faith. Hallelujah. Increase our account. Hallelujah. That we, the Heavenly Father, may be able to sow into your kingdom as you see fit. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Father. Hallelujah. We thank you for this precious word. There is nothing like it. There it gives life. It is a living word. And Father, we thank you. Let it manifest to every person on this line that is listening. And let every person then take it out hallelujah, and begin to bless others, that through this word today, hallelujah, generations will be touched, hallelujah, Lord, we love you, we love you, and we praise you, we lift you up, it's only because of you, hallelujah, hallelujah, thank you, thank you, Jesus, in Jesus' name we pray and ask, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Be on a in this place. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for your servant this morning. Mm-hmm. We yeah. thank you, Lord God, that even as she poured out God, to us, you pour back unto her, Jesus. God, in the name of Jesus. Even, Hallelujah. oh God, as your people around the yeah, world, throughout Lord, the nation, is hearing, Hallelujah. oh God, this word. And yeah, even, oh God, those Lord, would, who would hear it on the Replay, oh God, that the Lord God, in the name of Jesus, that it will penetrate, Lord God, and that, oh God, that it will disperse, that it will, oh God, it will prosper. 
in our lives, oh God, in the way in which you intended it to be individually and corporately, oh God, that we will have houses that are immaculate. For you to live in, oh God. And that, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. My God. The Lord, we won't leave not one stone, not one thing unturned, oh God, until, oh God, it is assured that these are vessels, temples, oh God, that is surely worthy for the Shaya for you to dwell. Father God, we thank you that you would bless your servant on today, even as she came so boldly and diligently, oh God, in your very word to teach us, oh God, about, oh God, building a place or preparing a place for you. Uh, yes. Lord God There's for her somebody faith, on the line this Saya. morning who is fearful of stepping out into ministry because of how it may make you look or because you may stumble or because you may fall or you may not do things right. But God is saying to you today, step out. That's your faith. That's your account. Hallelujah. That's your currency. Step oh, out yes. in faith and allow him to do the work that he has in you and purposed in you to do. Don't let fear close you in. Ha, ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Amen. Mm. Yeah, Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you for this servant and that you will pour back into her hundredfold. That it will she pour out into your people, O gracious King. That, Lord God, that the word that she poured out, Lord God, that it will reach the north, the south, the east, and the west, the four corners of the earth. In the majestic name of Jesus. And it will cause your children, O oh God, to rise up, O oh God, in the level of word that was released on today. So that so that oh Lord God, in the name of Jesus, that we, O oh God, may build, Lord God, houses, prepare houses. Oh God, that are immaculate, immaculate, oh God, for you to dwell in. That, Lord God, that we would examine ourselves this day. And line up with your word, Father, in the majestic name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, because of her boldness, oh God, to preach and teach your word. That, Father God, that you, oh God, a blessing, oh God, those that things that are attached to her, oh God, in the name of Jesus, that the work of her hand is blessed, oh God, and that, oh God, be the Lord God, in the name of Jesus, that you are, Lord God, working out, oh God, of things on her behalf, that you are perfecting, 
things on her behalf oh god things oh god even in her lord god in the name of jesus causing them to line up with your very word oh gracious king oh holy one of israel you are absolutely amazing we thank you god for your love for her your compassion that you hear that you have for your daughter we thank you lord hallelujah even as you are well pleased unto her in the name of jesus we thank you for enlarging her territory oh god and we thank you oh god for every word you've uttered coming to pass in her life in the name of Jesus. We even thank you, God, that even by the end of this year, my God, that you're going to just blow her mind, oh God. In the name of Jesus, because of God, of your faithfulness, here for your dear beloved, oh gracious God. We thank you, Lord God, that she's covered in the blood of Jesus. We thank you that she's in your mighty wing, in the in your very shadow, Almighty. And that, Lord God, that she's untraceable by the enemy, that she's standing in a place where there is no fear, no lack, oh God, where every resource is absolutely absolutely supplied in the majestic name of jesus we thank you lord god even as we stand against retaliation and backlash that she is fortified in Mm. your holy presence in the name of jesus that the angels are already to the north the south the east and the west of her oh god defending your dear beloved fighting on her behalf clearing the path oh god so that she can oh god move oh god diligently oh god to obtain oh god everything oh god that you have diligently laid out for her in the majestic name of jesus making cricket rays straight causing mountains to be laid flat oh god causing valleys to rise oh god in the name of jesus bringing forth oh god uh, uh, pathways oh god in the wilderness oh god and causing rivers of living water to begin to flow oh god in deserts and causing oh god bearing wounds oh god in places and spaces to begin to flourish for your glory in the name of Jesus. We thank you for doors opening that no man can shed. In the name of Jesus. Father, we give you glory. God, we give you glory. Uh, we give you praise. We thank you for creative ideas. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The creativity, oh God. The stirring of in the name of Jesus. We thank you, God, that you are a wealth generator. Hallelujah. You've already generated the path ways that that a that wealth oh god will flow oh god to your to your beloved oh god in the name of jesus so that the work oh god the work 
oh God, that you have called her forth for the kingdom. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God that, that it will manifest, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Every project. Hallelujah. Every project, oh God, hallelujah. Uh, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Every project in every continent. Amen. That you have called for for the wicked for the work in her. Hallelujah. Glory to God that it is supplied, oh God. If you has already laid forth the street to come forth in the majestic name of Jesus. Oh God, we give uh, how we give you praise, we give you glory. And it is it is in the majestic hey name of Jesus that we have prayed in this place hallelujah amen amen and amen we're gonna get ready amen. to transition hallelujah for for anybody that may want prayer amen as we get ready to close out the line at the broadcast amen close out the broadcast amen on the radio amen um those that want to call in for prayer you can dial 319 those that want to call in for prayer, you can dial 319-527-2332. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And I'm telling you, my God, my God, my God, my God. Um, call in, hallelujah, for prayer at 319-527-2332. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Oh my God, so that someone can touch and agree with you and pray specifically for specifically for you. I'm Tia Hallelujah. That is a stirring in the atmosphere. Amen. Glory to God. Bless you, Jesus. Uh, amen. We want to thank every listener. Amen. Um, on our radio broadcast. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Again, you can call in for prayer at 319-527-2332. Amen. From the four corners of the earth, we thank you for listening in to the kingdom international intercession and word of empowerment broadcast with Divine Order Restoration Ministries International, where we are restoring the order of God, one life, one body, one nation at a time. And it is a privilege to be your host. And we will be back next Sunday. Amen. And Sunrise Worship Service. Hallelujah. Uh, delivering the kingdom sound to the four corners of the earth. Amen. Amen. And amen. To God be the absolute glory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.